0: Suds, suds, it's time for more suds.
1: Hey there. Are you ready for an assault on the senses?
0: Yeah, maybe. That is this show. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Uh huh. Um,
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, enthusiasm. (laughs) Well, ladies and gents, it's us. We're here. Oh,
0: please don't change the channel yet. (laughs) Too late. Yeah. (laughs) Wait until Dave introduces himself. (laughs) Then you can go.
1: Okay. This is another sud segment for those of you that are keeping track. Where good beer meets questionable radio.
0: Let me write that down.
1: (laughs) Okay. Just, you know, in case you're keeping score back home. With me today at the semi-round table is good old boy Dave.
2: Hey, would you like to buy a monkey?
0: Seriously, do you spend like 45 minutes every week trying to figure that out? More. Okay.
1: Countless right. hours. <laughs> Countless. Yes. Good old boy, Mike. Hey,
0: it's me again. Please do not change the channel. <laughs> For the love of Pete. <laughs> if you're keeping score, it's Mike one, Dave zero. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good old boy. candles here in the house. Yeah,
2: I think my usual tagline is "It's a pleasure to be here," <laughs> but I'm starting to
0: second guess that.
3: That will not apply today.
0: <laughs> you know, it's all about having a primary, a good exit strategy. That is the way you get through life, Kendall. Have right? you
3: noticed that Kendall always sits closest to the door? Yeah, he,
0: the, I. That's part I'm of the telling secret. you. That's it. Yeah. yeah,
2: I've got my eye on it. Yeah.
1: Okay. And In case I didn't say this before, hi. I'm Good Old gal Juliana. Mm. Um, Good old boy Kendall has a blog, and he will talk about that later. So, today, our episode is going to be kind of cool, kind of funky, and again, an assault on your senses. (laughs) (laughs) We are doing a a brewery takeover of not one, but two breweries. The first one is Melvin Brewing Company from Jackson, Wyoming. We witnessed this huge buzz about them last year at GABF. Absolutely, yep. Yeah, we're going to talk about that buzz and hype and whether they live up to the buzz and the hype. And the other brewery that we're going to be talking about is Great Notion Brewing Company from Portland, Oregon. So there's that. So today's Suds episode is brought to you by...
2: Stuff and Things. Do you like stuff? Do you need things? Come on down to Stuff and Things. We have more stuff than anyone, and our things are priced very competitively. Stuff and Things. Sting, things and stuff. Stuff and Things. And stuff and things. Now, with more stuff.
3: <laughs> no jingle.
1: Wow, that was sad. Okay.
3: Hey, you stepped into that cold. That's, that's not easy to do.
1: True. So, Dave... Tell us about your extensive research that you've uncovered about Melvin. What? The extensive research that you've done about Melvin Brewing Company. Cut paste.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Google, please tell me about Melvin Brewing. Oh, oh,
3: you want me to read from the website? (laughs) Okay, well, why didn't you just say so? Uh, hey, welcome to Melvin Brewing. This is the beginning of your advent- wonderful new it's
0: wonderful.
3: <sighs> Kung Fu friendship between our brew family and all beer lovers alike. It's
1: going to be Kung Fu lightning. I think it's Kung Fu fighting. Kung Fu fighting. <laughs> I
3: wish I knew Kung Fu right now. <laughs> <laughs> if, I knew, if I knew the death touch, we'd be down to three hosts in just a second. Talk of Melvin began in the California West Coast as opposed to the California East Coast. But the heart of Melvin started beating in the rural mountain town of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. As far as Grand Notion goes, Grand Notion Brewery was is a seven barrel brewery and tap room in Portland, Oregon, located in portland oregon we focus primarily on juicy new england style ipas and creative sour ales though you'll also find a variety of beers with fresh fruit and stouts with maple coffee and chocolate
0: they're right next to the pine state biscuits dude
3: have you ever had those biscuits yeah are they good they're from pine state yeah well there you go pine (laughs) state biscuits
1: that's okay. how you find them. I guess so. Beer and so, a biscuit. So, go boy Mike, why don't you uh, tell us our lineup for today?
0: Yeah, so we got uh, several beers from uh, each of these breweries to go over. So, from Melvin, we're going to have Asterix. So, all of these are in a common series. It's called the Rotational IPA series, um, where they're actually changing out the hops uh, that we're going to be going through. Asterix, it's an Imperial IPA, the Drunken Master Imperial IPA. Lambda, 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 From it's an Imperial IPA. Nerds. And Citrodomus, another Imperial IPA. All those are from Melvin that we're going to go through. And the beers we're going to go through from uh, Great Notion Brewing are going to be the Blueberry Sour Muffin, or Blueberry Muffin Sour. (laughs) The Juice Box Double IPA. And the last beer we're going to go through is the double-stack stout. This Imperial is totally D- not
3: rehearsed, folks. This is just happening right right as you're hearing it. it
0: do we ever rehearse? It would really sound uh, hey, we, so bad if we ever rehearsed. As opposed to this? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Mike won, Dave won. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. So why don't we uh, start off with the Melvin beers. and um,
0: Or oh, such rating?
1: or oh, suds rating mm-hmm. yeah okay suds rating gonna kendall read. would you
0: please read the suds ratings today could you do this in the style of somebody from portland that is had way too much coffee to consume
3: <laughs> <laughs> and just ate a biscuit from pine state biscuit
0: i have no idea
2: what that sounds like it's just a little jittery, <laughs> <It's> jittery. <laughs> that's Jittery, sucks. Jittery, uh, we'll be discussing and rating these beers With these <laughs> suds ratings Plus our signature belching sounds Here are those ratings now That sucks Give me anything but a bud uh, What's that a belch? Ah, what a relief A uh, body shouldn't really not make that sound And listen to that hang time Give me another
3: you know, I can almost see his mandolin shivering from the <laughs> caffeine buzz. No more espresso, table three. <laughs>
0: he almost fell right out of his plaid shirt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I can almost feel his protest against the federal government. You know, just you know, oozing through. You know that <laughs> elicitation. Yeah, it's,
1: oozy, it's oozing through the coffee and room, that's a, coming from his skin. Yes. 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 Okay, so let's move on. Um, So we'll do the Melvin Beers first, and we're gonna start with Asterisk. Asterisk is nine point zero percent ABV. It's their take. um, It's if you take an IPA and feed it steroids, which gives you that term double IPA. There (laughs) you go. Some
3: roid rage. Uh Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, So there you go. So, um, do you guys think this is a true? double ipa
0: uh i wrote down very balanced that was one thing i wrote down yep this is delicious
3: this. man i mean it's really good
0: uh the one thing i uh circled in their description was a reactionary style yeah i definitely had a reaction in drinking this so
3: yeah he got
0: drunk
2: no <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was fantastic the first thing i noticed on the aroma of this thing was a lot of passion fruit Um, and then I picked up a little bit of that kind of sweet malt. Not quite caramelly, but a little sweetness from it, and then that pine resin. But, yeah, passion fruit dominated it for me. Ah. Yeah,
1: yeah. and I like the malt green on this. It's a little different than what you would typically expect and get out of. Like, it's not so sticky sweet to go along with the hops. Um, So whatever they're doing, I like it because it's a little different.
3: Yeah, it's got a good mouthfeel to it. You know, it kind of lingers on your palate a little bit and lets you – get the whole experience
0: i i thought the alcohol was definitely all over this you know uh this was swinging at nine percent and i felt like it was you could feel it
3: you know? melvin does not hide their alcohol
0: no that's definitely true not. with all of these no they're yeah loud when you and look proud. at the whole list yeah it's nine and uh, one at 13 percent. so we'll let you figure out which one's that outlier today
1: yeah so considering that this was the lightweight of the group mm-hmm. what did we rate this beer
0: our such rating for the asterisk from Melvin Brewing is going to be a four. Well,
4: no,
1: yeah. Well, there it is. There you go. So now moving on, we're going to talk about the drunken master
0: named Mike. You know, I'd like that to be my new stage name. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So you're giving up Chartreuse? Uh, <laughs> no. I think you would have a lot of other stage names for me if I were to ask Dave. Drunken Master. And here he is, the Drunken Master.
3: I've called you drunken something that rhymes with master a lot of times. but (laughs) I don't know if we can get into that. I I don't don't
0: think we can do that on public radio. No, not today. Mm,
1: Yeah, okay. Well, Drunken Master is 9.5%, and it is a brand new double IPA. Not as boozy as tuba which is their other uh, double IPA <laughs> and with great, <laughs> and with greater balance so this is a combination of citra, amarillo and columbus hops.
0: It, Kendall, if you had to come up with another stage name for yourself what would it be? You know I'm not
2: quick on my feet like that.
0: Mike. No, you can think about it. Dave's thought about it. What, what is it,
2: Dave?
3: Megan.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: uh, I, just, I look at him and I see Megan I don't know it's, <laughs> uh,
0: How about it Juliana What would be your other stage name
1: uh, I don't know Go no. by Dave what's my stage name
0: <laughs> Why are we asking Dave <laughs> Because he comes up Is he like so the quick? orator of stage names Their stage
3: with- name will be Pumpernickel
1: <laughs> Okay we'll be back in a minute
4: On the road, my darling, wondering if we're only passing through open roads and open windows. My hand is yours forever, sweet love.
1: Welcome back, everyone. So, we're talking about some beers from both Melvin Brewing Company. And Great Notion Brewing Company. But currently, we are talking about the Drunken Master. And no, that is not good old boy Mike. This, <laughs> <laughs> this Drunken Master is from Melvin. So, do <sighs> you think that this is like sunshine in a glass?
3: Um, hmm. It burns a little.
0: Yeah. Well, in fact, that's what I wrote down was burnt sugar. In fact, if you had probably, if I was not looking at this in the glass, I, it, there are probably some red ales that this would go down that path just because of the burnt sugar, you know, quality about this.
3: It's weird. Like, even though all four of the Melvin beers were the same color, more or less, this one came across as darker to me, like more caramel or, um, yeah, there was something deeper about it uh, in the flavor to me.
2: That's the first thing I wrote down when I looked at this beer was amber and when I see an amber double IPA I'm expecting certain things you know those classic Northwest double IPAs have that you know big strong caramel backbone just you know and then it's just pine and grapefruit thrown in on top of it.
0: Yeah. Well the you know within this hop profile the thing I circle was Amarillo. I really thought that was the one hop that was kind of singing right through all this. It just has that kind of earthy tone to it. I don't know if it's this kind of stepping into those kind of burnt sugars, you know, pieces. But Kendall's right. It, I said red ale amber is probably a, a closer way of describing it.
1: Yeah, it is. It's very, um, it's very creamy too. But I, there's just there's there's a lot of pininess in this. Um, you know, that's fighting with the malt to me.
3: Yeah, I didn't I didn't feel like this one was as well put together as the other three Melvins. Um it just didn't
1: <laughs> What does a
0: well put together Melvin actually taste
1: like? You're a
4: Melvin. <laughs> oh we'll
1: be getting to that, I'm <laughs> oh, sure. Oh yeah,
0: I'm sure there'll be more of that yeah, clip so coming in. Oh, it's gonna play over and over. <laughs> uh a very sweet finish, I thought, off the drunken master here. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. one thing.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, not bad. Yeah.
0: yeah. Anything else yeah. for the Drunken Master? Just, just, Hey, just kind of a classic
2: hey, Northwest IPA,
3: you know, you know what
0: you're going to get. Yeah. I don't think I'd come back to this. Would you, would you guys, I mean, it is what it is. So it's
3: good. And I'm glad we had it, but I just considering what they have on available, this would not be the one I would go to
0: in this lineup. I don't know that I would put it in the, in the definitely in the top. For sure. And even within our ratings, I see this at the bottom. So So what did we rate it? Our suds rating for the Melvin Drunken Master is going to be a three.
4: Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Second that emotion. Exactly. So now next, still sitting at 9.5%, folks, we're going to talk about Citradamus. Or Citradamus. Citradamus. Yeah. Yeah. Like Nostradamus. I got that. That could be my stage name. I got that. Mm. <laughs> and s- here is Citra
0: Citradamus. <laughs> it could
3: be something that sounds like no. Domus, but <laughs> not
0: really that. I like Drunken Master a lot better. Yeah. I okay. think it's much better stage name. Yeah. So
1: this one is Melvin's World Class Double IPA brewed with 100% Citra Hops, Pristine Mountain Water, and Northwest Malts. And it is Citrus, Pine, and Dank.
0: Citra, 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 Citra.
1: Yeah.
3: This beer is phenomenal. Citra is a great hop anyways, mm-hmm. especially, you know, not all hops can do, uh, can carry a single hop beer. But Citra is one, of, like Mosaic's a great beer for doing mm. that kind of stuff. But Citra is a is a classic American hop. Mm. And then this is... yes. Uh, the way they used it is very good. They balanced the the malty sweetness of the of the malt. Actually, um,
4: <laughs>
3: that was incredibly profound. When we yes. go back and listen yeah. to this later, we're gonna be like, Dave is a genius. Um,
0: <laughs> Which button is that? <laughs> I
1: don't think so.
3: <laughs> How about that? There okay, you guys, go. <laughs> Much better. better you like that one, right? Okay. Correct.
1: This is, it's a gorgeous color, and to me, this is what Melvin is all about. They, they really, they know their hops really well, and God bless them for what they do, because this is just, to me, so You're balanced. It. Exactly. Um, it's so balanced. It's so beautiful. And, you know, for it being 9.5%, this is easy drinking to me, and this can get a lot of people in trouble
0: well the i could smell this across the room when we opened up this can and um that's very typical of a lot of citra beers uh you know especially this one is definitely very intense Citra. um you know i uh i think my only comment uh, a negative about this is i was just upset this beer was not available on a tall boy (laughs) so um yeah
3: five gallon keg
0: um i i circled some other things out of the uh, description um you know the citrus was there total dankness i really thought you know this really brought the whole package all the way around yeah when i first looked at this beer
2: i picked up on what you did juliana it looks beautiful it's it's somewhere between gold and amber but it's almost got a orange tint to it yeah. just gorgeous and that tells me right away i'm probably not going to get a lot of those caramel flavors you see in those amber colored beers and i was right which is i think good sometimes because i think those those can get in the way of the what the hops are doing and i think that was the problem with drunken master it was just a little too caramely for me yeah. this is a lot lighter gentler and it lets the hops really shine and, and just really yep. take the stage and those citrusy flavors are fantastic. This was my favorite of all the Melvin beers. I thought it was just darn near perfect.
0: Well, the thing that captured our attention with Melvin was at uh, the Great American Beer Festival in 2016. Um, they actually uh, absolutely smoked the entire competition on the fresh hop beer. And I remember having that beer on the floor and then I had it a couple of the times during that week. And I was like, wow, I just, you know, this is like a whole new level, you know, uh, for uh, fresh hop beer. And this was getting fairly close to what I remembered, you know, about such a great experience with Melvin. So, yeah, I remember trying that two by four
2: uh, at Falling Rock. In fact, I was at two, uh, at Falling Rock getting ready to order a beer and a guy came up to me. And he's like, have you heard about Mel- Melvin? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm from Nashville. They're not in our area. He goes, well. I work for Melvin, and you should try the two by four. And he was right; it was fantastic.
0: Well, uh, and I forgot, and I'm on the fly. Was the East versus, uh, East Coast versus West Coast competition we went to uh, during that year? And Melvin was actually featured in that lineup, and it was very interesting because we've had a lot of these beers, and even the Melvin that was showing there that evening was a dwarf component of what that fresh hop you know version was. But I think that the uh, Citradomus here uh, definitely uh, is right on spot. So, really yeah. great beer. Absolutely. Yeah, kudos. Fantastic. fantastic.
1: This is a great beer.
0: Well, our uh, SUDS rating for the Melvin Citradomus is going to be a 5.
1: And last but not least, coming in at an extraordinary 13% AVV is Lambda Lambda Lambda. So the crew at Melvin, because you know, they go balls out from time to time, decided to push their system to the max on all levels and brewing with over four pounds of Simcoe and mosaic hops per barrel, and then dry hopping this puppy. It's, I'm just gonna go on and say extraordinary. Mm. This is an assault.
0: This is a big old beer. It is. I kept on hearing, you know, the electric violin in my head the whole time. You know, (laughs) the whole time. That was Mike's like. We don't have that clip, but we should lay that in for sure. You know, Um, it was much sweeter than you know most of the other rest of the lineup. This is pretty much
3: a barley wine.
0: Yep, I agree. That's totally it. Uh, Dave totally hit it on that there at thirteen percent. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. It's, it's interesting though, because I'm getting this, like this fruitiness, this peachiness, but I'm also getting the pininess. I mean, it's, it's crazy how like they're toggling between each other on my tongue. And I'm like, wow, this is like really great that they're, you know, sort of so distinctive considering how much alcohol is in this thing.
2: Absolutely. I was getting a lot of that stone fruit. To me, it was coming across more as apricot, but yeah, apricot. And then that kind of like resiny uh, piney flavor and it just dancing around on the tongue yeah huge beer but just so much character in it you yeah know? yeah it's,
3: it, they did a great job on this one i mean it's, it's very manageable
0: i wonder if the spirit would do better if you let it rest for a little while you know with that there's a lot of residual sugar off this and i really wonder uh we this was actually in a can uh as it was distributed to us but i wonder if this is one of those beers that if you laid it down for a year that, you know, some of those uh alcohol uh, aspects would kind of tone down just a bit and the rest of it would kind of come around like a typical barley wine.
1: Sure. And, oh, my God, if it did. I mean, I'm just thinking about how interesting this is already. And if you let this sit for a while, I wow. Hmm. wow. I don't know.
3: I think if the... Gave it too much time. The hops going to fade I, off. That's kind of what I'm
2: thinking. It would be a nice experiment, but I feel like those hops would just totally go away, and it would it could be going to sweet.
3: Yeah, you're going to
1: skew even sweeter because so? it's
3: not going to keep you know fermenting out or anything. So you're, you're and just I don't gonna think the hops that are big enough
0: where they would hang around. You know,
1: well, certainly the dry hops would go away, but with how much that they ha- that they put in, you know, during the boil, I'm almost thinking there's got to be something. Left over even later, no.
3: I, I, you know what? If I had three or four more cans of this, I'd, I'd definitely let a few yeah, sit. Yeah,
2: there's, yeah, talking about just the bigness of it, and the more I think about it, there's definitely something here that kind of reminds me of like a 120 minute. Here it is a big beer.
0: Yeah. It's very, uh, it's down a lot of that same pipe, uh, you know, that you're talking about in terms of a lot of uh, big, you know, alcohol laden, um, you know, beers. But yeah, totally barley one city all the way. Well, uh, our uh, such rating here for Lambda 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 from Melvin, Melvin Brewing is going to be a four. Uh, 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 nerds.
1: So overall, where do you think War these violin. guys? Okay, so they're Colorado. <laughs> they're not totally. Wyoming. West, or Wyoming, rather. Sorry. <laughs> We and just, we there, just enjoy on. them in Colorado. You just, you yes. just insulted the
0: entire state. The same yes. difference. Yeah.
1: I did not mean and that. It's Colorado
3: North. That. Come on, <laughs> we know we know what it is.
1: But considering they're Wyoming and they're not, you know, Cali, is this really West Coast?
0: Mm, I'm gonna say no, negative on that one. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's interesting uh, the hop varieties they're playing with. Um, it, it it's playing with a wide variety of things, you know. That they're where I don't think you can throw them in really not, in one category or the other. It was interesting. A lot enough, of people yeah. said they were West Coast, and I just I have very difficulty, you know, just characterizing them in a West Coast category.
3: So. They're not like other than Drunken Master. They're not caramel enough or bitter enough to, to me to be West Coast IPAs. I think they're more maybe north northwest the Pacific yeah, Northwest.
2: Yeah. Oh, the uh, I forget what was it the second one on the list? Uh, Drunken Master. Ed, to me, that was total that Northwest yeah. Oregon Washington type of IPA.
3: Yeah, I, I think uh, very that's dank kind of where and that's where they're more their wheelhouse is, more the Pacific nor- Northwest to me. Mm.
1: So then are you trying to tell me that we have a Northwest IPA and a West Coast IPA?
3: I think there's a difference. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, I agree. I can definitely see this fitting in a lot of the wheelhouse of other things that are in the aero, like uh, 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 I was going to say a 10 barrel or barrel 10. I'm brain dead. All 10 sudden. barrel. 10 yeah. barrel. Thank you. You know, it seems like it's fitting. You know, kind of in a bit of that, you know, kind of taste profile. Because
2: to me, the the typical West Coast is maybe defined more so more than anybody by Stone, mm-hmm. yeah, and what yeah, they're doing versus kind of what you know up people in the Northwest are doing. You know, even Deschutes or Rogue, some I of agree. those beers. Yeah, yeah, okay. But so it's, that would be the uh, if Northwest IPA. That would be the Nwepa. Yeah, Nuipa. Mm. Nuipa.
3: I like that, but you know, it's so hard to tell sometimes because everybody is doing kind of what everybody else is doing as a one-off, you know, like West Coast people are doing a New England IPA. The, or The NEPA. Know. Yeah. So, and then, you know, then you got the Midwest IPA and then the... Uh, mm. <laughs> is there a Southeast
0: IPA? A there should <laughs> well, be. Yeah. Y'all come down there and try us beer. It's got collard greens. in you it. You know... <laughs>
2: Uh, sweetwater is not not a bad ipa from
0: the southeast that's for sure well you know uh it would be uh i think it'd be very interesting to i mean if you had to uh, they should wrap their arms around that citradelic it was citradelic or citradamus citradamus Citradamus. citradelic somebody else's beer citradamus (laughs)
3: disregard that
0: (laughs) yeah please don't sue us now uh the citradamus you know because i think that's That's a really great taste profile. And everything they did with that fresh hop, you know, was definitely, you know, right down the the right path. Yeah.
1: And if I may say, you know, for all these beers that we had today from Melvin and also what we tried out last year at GBF, they're, they're just doing something just slightly different enough to make it very distinctive and to make it their own. You know, and in an IPA world, I think that's pretty stellar because, you know, no matter what kind of difference you're doing, that you're carving it out. Because there's so many breweries that are so similar with their IPAs.
2: Yeah, their their daily drinker IPA, the two by four, was
0: fantastic. It was really good. You know, uh, let's get to this blueberry muffin because I'm about to go brew a pot of coffee if we don't get to this soon, so.
1: Okay, fine. So, (laughs) now we're gonna talk about great notion brewing. That's a
0: great idea. (laughs) Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go, finally.
1: Thank you, good old boy Dave. Been
3: waiting on that one. Yep.
1: So this one is just considered a blueberry sour. It is 5.0%. Of note, this is not a kettle soured beer for those of you that are keeping up with what's kettle sour and what's not. So, does it taste like a blueberry muffin? That is the question.
3: Hmm. It smells like a blueberry muffin. It smells like a blueberry muffin. Absolutely. I think it tastes, many components of it (laughs) resemble that of a blueberry muffin.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, I agree. The aroma was just amazing uh, off this. Um, I thought there were a couple of things that snuck up on me. There was a kind of a citrus component that was coming in about this. I'll save my last uh, comment here in just a moment. I'm sure some of you thought something else about the blueberry muffin.
1: It's so sweet; like the aroma on it is so sweet. You really don't realize that you're tasting a sour until it's on your tongue, and it's you're a lot like of
0: lemon. Now that it's warmed up,
1: yeah, there is there is a bit of lemon in there. But I mean, that's what blows me away is that this smells just like I've, been, I've come from a break a. A bakery, and I have a dozen yes. of blueberry muffins in my bag, and then I taste. What kind it. of bag is it? Paper bag.
0: Uh, brown. Paper <laughs> I'm thinking this paper? is like a brown. Yeah. a Dunkin' huh. Hines, you know, kit with somebody that grabbed a. A bottle of real lemon and just like sprinkled it on top of the you know. I'll muffins. say this:
3: I grew up on those uh, Sara Lee uh, yeah. muffin mix things, you know, where you you know just, just add milk.
0: It explains I a mean. lot,
3: doesn't it? Yeah, that's why I grew up so big and strong. <laughs> so I was thinking uh, a diminished mental capacity, but go ahead, smart and tough too.
1: Fluffy in the middle. Hey. Listen. <laughs> I think that, I think that
0: is Dave's stage name. Fluffy in the middle. Do you think that would work really well? That's, I think that's it right there. Oh there you go. I hate you guys. No, it's. I'm gonna have a whole slew of t shirts made up called Fluffy in the Middle. Yeah. Muffin top. Muffin top beer. There you go. That's that's the name of this beer, right?
1: But again, I mean, this is uh, this is a crazy beer because you know the aroma does not match what is inside. There's no. a lot going on here. Just it's not so overly much, sour.
2: So much blueberry in the nose, and it just it really does have that aroma, but it doesn't taste that way. You are you already mentioned that it's just it's a really clean, just gently tart, and the blueberry is really subdued yeah. in the flavor, but just huge in the aroma. This beer
3: kind of messes with you. It does.
0: Well, our suds rating for Great Notion Brewing Blueberry Muffin is going to be a three.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we'll be right back with some more from this brewery I may not be It's
4: not just the destination But baby, the whole elation Riding down this lover's avenue As slow as a willow blows Or as fast as the world wind grows We glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love. Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view.
1: Hey, welcome back, everyone. Uh, Sorry that you're missing our wonderful discussions here.
3: All the best stuff's during the break.
1: Yeah, it must be. So anyways, we, That's every show. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, So we've been talking about some beers from Melvin, and now we're talking about some beers from Great Notion Brewing Company in mm. Portland, Oregon. So we just finished discussing the blueberry muffin, which is their blueberry sour. Wait,
3: though. Kendall told us about where in Portland these guys are located.
2: It's uh, northeast Portland. If you don't know Portland, it's divided by the Willamette River and Burnside. So everything to the north of Burnside and east of the river is northeast Portland. It's very and that's full hipsterville. Of what? Yeah. yeah, it's a very cool part of town. Hipsterville. I'm, little little hipsterish, but uh, do
3: you ever play Count the Man Buns?
2: <laughs> no, it's been a few years since I've been to Portland, but it's a very cool area. Yeah, northeast Portland's <laughs> yeah. where you want to hang
3: out. A lot of curly mustaches and. A few.
1: <laughs> Maybe a couple.
3: I'm just here to hug the trees. Fancy little hats and, yeah.
1: So the next beer that we're gonna discuss from them is the juice box double IPA.
3: This will be very divisive. <laughs> I agree. Oh yeah.
1: So this I one like it. So this one is eight point two percent ABV and was brewed with over four pounds per barrel of hops. Although I couldn't figure out I couldn't find out distinctively what what was hops. their hop uh, what their, uh, blend? Yeah, exactly Citra. what their hop blend was. Citrus. Well, there is a lot of citrus, sure. So anyways, um, do we think this is a juice box?
0: No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like this beer. I know I like it, yeah. but
2: judged against everything else in this category. Right.
3: If you're going to call it a New England IPA, Nipa. you need to bring negative. more turbid, negative more... <laughs> But if you just want to know, if do I think this beer tastes good? And when I sit and drink a few pints of it, yes, I absolutely would. I don't think it tastes like 8.2% either. Mm-hmm.
2: No, not at all. You know, I'm looking at it, it's hazy, it's got the right color, it's got the right aroma, it's got the right flavor, but there's just something it's missing. It's just that,
1: not as chewy as you wanted it to be. Yeah, it doesn't. Not, not, not only the stuff.
2: mouthfeel, but, you know, I've had New England IPAs from all over the country over the past year even and new england i had hey i'm i'm wearing a shirt with a new england ipn on right now yes right. but um you know judged against the standards like treehouse and trillium oh, and alchemist yeah. uh it, there's just there's a little something that is missing and you you wonder
0: you're just very short
2: if these people and you know
3: you're talking that are, to me
0: Oh. brewing
2: these beers in the Midwest or out west or on the west coast if they've really had a chance to go to Vermont and Massachusetts yeah. and drink these beers to know because there are some people throughout the country including right here in Nashville making good New England IPAs. True. But I've also had a bunch that are like yeah, they're definitely part of the style but there's just something missing. Do you think it's something
3: oh. in their water or no.
2: It's it's the the soul. It's just something <laughs> undefinable
3: it, they don't have lobster in it or no but know? it's
2: it's a decent beer I could drink yeah. a lot of it but comparing it to some yeah. of the great New England let's, IPAs
3: let's no. let Mike rant about this beer for <laughs> a couple minutes. <laughs> Say I all like,
0: the I got like 15 seconds. It is not a good thing when I write down the word aspirational. I can think. I can think of a long list of things that you do not want to come after. Whatever, whatever comes after the word, it's aspirational is probably not a good thing. But I really don't aspirational Citra bomb. Um, and frankly, I just I, I, they should leave this to others. You know, I, I I'm with yeah. Kendall that you know. With so many people that are chasing this style of beer right now, um, I just that you're you're like on generation one, and other people are like on generation six or eight, you know. And it's just, I, I just don't think you're going to be able to catch up with that until you have mastered the blend between citra hops and lupulin powder. I just. I'm seriously, just give it up mm-hmm. now and avoid the rush, you know. Well
3: no, I don't I don't think they should give it up. I think they should try and um again, I think this is a beer that if you just went in and you were looking for a good
0: IPA to drink. Oh, it's good. Uh, yeah, you could sit There's and nothing wrong drink with this it. and I agree. If I had no other better choices in town, I would sit and drink this all day long. You
3: know what? You can drink some blueberry muffin and shush it. Okay. <laughs>
0: So what do you think?
3: So
1: okay, so let me let me ask you this about it. So this is a New England style IPA. Okay, now clearly, well,
0: keep going though.
1: (laughs) Clearly though, they're a Northwestern brewery. Yep. So I'm wondering. This is just me being weird. Okay. So yes, it's not quite East Coast. We've already established that. Mm -hmm. But I think for an East Coast version of a Northwest IPA. Are they doing it? I got
0: lost in that geography. I think
4: are Juliana. We, do you know are we in saying? Canada? Did we go to no. a world. Just, or? <laughs> Stop.
2: Juliana just mean, created a new style: the Northwest New England. IPA. <laughs> no, 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 no.
3: I I'm still hung up on fluffy in the middle. So Welcome I, to Vancouver.
0: <laughs> Will we produce really high quality beers that you can't quite figure out the regionality <laughs> well, of
1: them? what Le I mean France is. is that I think they're still maintaining a bit of the Northwest in here. They're holding back. They're not going totally East Coast. Other than this.
0: the Citra, that's about it. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm not sure if they're holding back or they just aren't close enough to the main experience to get it.
1: Okay. I
3: wonder if they tried okay. to do this. And Mike kind of mentioned it. Maybe they tried to do this without the lupulin powder. Yep. And you can't do it without the lupulin powder. You just can't power. do it without the yeah. lupulin powder. The thing is,
0: is, is the, so the key aspect, this has all of the... Sweet floral component uh, around Citra, but the thing that's missing is all the bitter, you know, hop component, you know, around this as well. And so the sense of balance around this is, uh, to to me, I think is a bit lost. Yeah,
2: too many of these beers are getting just really juicy, really sweet. And I'm not saying you can't make a good New England IPA. I was just in Denver last week. Weld Works in Colorado makes some fantastic New England IPAs. They do. Yeah, so you can do it. It's just. A lot of people, I'm not sure, know what authentic tastes like.
1: Maybe. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Go buy a can of Banger, then go back to the well. Okay. <laughs> so, there you go. I like a Kendall laughing at that there one. There you yeah. go. It was.
1: Of note, I think I, I got to give the brewery pop props, because as I was doing a little bit of research on this brewery, they did an April Fool's joke where they were releasing this in a juice box, and Ooh. I thought- Excellent. That's brilliant. That's, That's good.
0: Brilliant. Is cool. That is very cool. Good I, yes. for them. So yeah, it's, it's
1: kudos for that idea. Until
3: an entire preschool got drunk. And <laughs> I would ship they, a whole case of that games. to Boston. That's what I would have done. Yeah. So Yeah. <laughs> Anyways.
2: Keep, keep at it, guys. It's 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 good. Yeah. You can I only think
3: get better. I think they're I think they're on a good start. I, I I really liked this beer, the way it tasted.
1: What did we rate this beer?
0: Our sud's rating for the Great Notion Brewing uh juice box is going to be a three.
1: And last, but certainly not least, this beer is called Double Stack. That
3: was second. Mike's nickname in high school, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, that, that could be my stage name.
0: Ooh, <laughs> I like that. That works really well.
3: Welcome to the main stage.
0: The Dungeon Master and Double Stack. Double Stack. Here stack. on the radio for you today.
3: So now you're the Dungeon Master? <laughs> I
0: oh, I'm It sorry. changes all <laughs> you know the what? time. What did I say? The I Drunken Master. The Drunken Master. I think drunken someone drunken just admitted to playing stack. Dungeons and Dragons. No, 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 no. The, Mike, the drunken master in the double stack here to talk about beer with you go ahead today. And,
3: go ahead and take your 20-sided
0: die out of your pocket right now. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, mm. not today.
1: Okay. So double stack is a 10% ABV. <laughs> it's an imperial breakfast stout with clutch coffee, shout out to clutch, and Vermont maple syrup. And really, tell me how you guys really feel about this beer.
0: <laughs> the thing that's missing from this already is a theme song from what was the show, Northwestern, or you know, it was a Canadian show, was, North by Northwest. I don't know, but yeah, it needs like a theme theme show where you're like, you know, you actually see elk running across the screen in your head. So northern exposure. That's yeah. it. Yeah, northern exposure. Yeah, that's a that great show. Yes, I can hear show. that theme song as I'm drinking this boom, beer. Boom, yes. Boom, boom, boom.
1: Oh, boom, boom, boom. yeah, okay. see, that's I it. I got a little totally. twin peaks in this action. No, <laughs> the wow. coffee part of it.
0: No, <laughs> thank you, Dave. <laughs> Sorry, dude. It's, to to me, in.
2: it's just ironic that we were just talking about the Northeast IPA that wasn't a Vermont enough, and this one's got Vermont. All maple. of a sudden,
3: they slap a bunch of maple syrup, they've got, right got in Vermont it.
2: maple syrup, and this is really well done. I enjoyed this beer.
0: And there is lots of chocolate in this beer. <laughs> the people from Germany asked, come and we tell you, we're going to put the chocolate in Where this did beer. did
3: Germany come into this thing at because all? Because
0: there's lots of chocolate in this beer, for sure. And the German well, chocolate. Well, then be that.
3: Swiss or something. Swiss.
0: <laughs> Swiss don't have a great accent. Have you ever heard a great Swiss accent? I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i've
3: heard a great swiss accent no many, that's many, many like time. austrian see you, you know that doesn't you're, work. you're south african and you're australian <laughs> sound just like uh you're irish which is just barely off Look, of your sky there's a lot
0: of people in my head so you know it, it all kind of blends together at the end yeah. of the day dave now this
2: this was beautiful though. I was getting dark chocolate coffee, and then there was something in there I couldn't get, and and I was thinking it was a sweetness. And when I tasted it, boom, maple syrup.
3: Yeah, this is a not a beer you can drink a lot of.
2: But you want to drink a lot of
3: Yeah, Welcome to Vermont. This is your last beer of the night <laughs> is what it should be. Well, the one Maybe there's some ice cream
0: or something. Uh, the one thing that, uh, so Kendall and I were uh, sitting beside each other as so we were tasting this. And, and I was like, there's, there's a holding lot of hands, too. No, we weren't. We were <laughs> Not yet. Uh, <laughs> unless our stage names came into play. So I was holding Double Stacks' hand <laughs> and going, there's a lot of nuts <laughs> off this. That sounds <laughs> really weird all by itself. <laughs> Uh, but yeah there was there was like a almond <laughs> there was like a almond or a hazelnut, you know, that was really uh very appealing. I'm sorry, you didn't mean to hit that twice, right? I did. I yeah, really Yeah, I knew you did. Anyway. As well always, oh. holding double stacks of nuts. <laughs> so <laughs> in this I, you know, I just I really felt like it was Dear F C C Yeah. <laughs> so it was a combination of a lot of chocolate bitterness, almonds, and hazelnut that was kind of, you know, playing into it. The thing I wrote down off this was I really thought it was an extract candidate. It reminded me of a lot of things from another brewery in the Georgia area, who are <laughs> renamed, renamed, <laughs> who will remain nameless in this discussion. Well, hopefully. slow down,
3: you're you're almost you you're too fast there, turtle. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves so don't come out of your shell
0: <laughs> i would never do that i oh. would never insult people of that uh, type of uh, reptile so you <laughs> know yeah wow mm-hmm.
1: i i thought this was stunning i mean the smell on it reminded me so much of maple syrup that mm-hmm. i was like Yep, this is this is the stuff that you go to Vermont and you tap the tree for. It's so, so worth it. And I thought that the roasty balance on this was great too. I mean, I could taste the coffee in this, like this is a good um base beer. Like their their breakfast out is a good base beer. Yeah. And I, I liked it a lot.
0: I think the major thing this was was, was missing for me was a can of whipped cream. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, that's just, half your life though, dude. You no, know, I just think, I think you just put a little whipped cream on top of this. I think it will work okay. Put it in a pie crust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh.
1: Put it over pancakes. Because
0: you could definitely yeah. slice it. Oh. It's so thick for mm. sure. It's it well done is,
1: But in a great way. It's kind of fluffy way.
3: in the middle, though, don't you think? Uh, Joanna? Yes.
0: <laughs> I think it's definitely fluffy in the middle for you, Dave. Uh, for sure. Well, we had a great time, uh, you know, with uh, this beer from Great Notion Brewing. Our suds rating for double stack from great Notion, great Notion Brewing is going to be a four. You know, kind of interesting beers definitely today, weren't there?
1: I thought this was really, it was an assault on the taste buds. Yeah,
0: definitely all the way from, I, you know, IPAs to this, you know, blueberry you know chocolate you know world for sure i think
3: it just continues to show like how many amazing beers are coming out all the time and what interesting things people are doing in different states and you know like portland is a you know a known beer capital that you know people think of as a beer city but wyoming you know you don't really think of jackson hole wyoming as beer central usa but even there i mean that's there's some amazing beers coming out of there
0: well we should come up with a contest of letting people from each of those uh areas come up with stage names for us and send us beer
3: yeah right yeah send me a beer from every city in america and i will drink it <laughs> that's the contest what's the prize I was about uh, to say
0: double stack. What do you have to say about
4: it? <laughs> you know, the you prize said it would
2: be your. your is an statement. evening with Dave.
0: Whoa, man. Oh man! Oh man! That is definitely not a prize. Uh,
3: <laughs> that's a grand prize. Sounds
0: like it's fluffy in the middle to me.
3: <laughs> slightly burnt on the edge. I'm
0: feeling at least three marital <laughs> counseling sessions in your near future. <laughs>
3: There's going to be some stuff happening later.
1: (laughs) Well, I just, I'm just going to say, I think these are some great beers that we had today and showing the diversity of what craft beer is all about. And you know what I mean? Like we've got some really good IPAs. We got some very interesting beers from Great Notion. And I mean, hey, this is why we're here at the table. Is to drink really interesting and really different beers, right?
3: And to make fun Absolutely. of each other.
0: Uh, no, I'm just here for to figure out my true stage name. That's really all I'm here for, you know. Bianca. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't think that's close.
3: It's not even remotely close. You're a, you're a Bianca. I don't know. There's something about
0: you,
1: Bianca the, king, the, the you drunken the, master, the king
0: of surgical tape. That's. That, you know, <laughs>
1: Hey, look! That's special <laughs> surgical special tape. Special surgical tape.
3: That's that right. A, that was a gift from someone who loved me. Oh yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Thinks you're fluffy in the middle.
1: <laughs> well, luckily that does it for today. In case you were wondering.
0: Please don't hit stop me now. No.
1: Thank you guys so much for listening to today's Suds episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and you can catch all of our episodes online as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube google play prx and spreaker our native media host itunes google play and our own android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone just search for sip suds smokes on itunes or in the google play store
3: we love your feedback and you can reach us online at info at sip suds, and
2: our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day, at Suds Smokes. Our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. And follow us on Instagram, at Suds and Smokes.
0: Hey, be sure and rate our episode. If you would like to do so, please hop on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and leave us a quick comment. That's a great big help to us.
1: Hey, Kendall, why don't you tell us about your blog?
2: My wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at BeerMakes3.com.
1: Well, I'd like to thank all my hosts today. Good old boy, Dave. All right, we'll see you, honey. That you were. Good old boy, Mike.
0: I love the fact that I get to hang out with Fluffy in the middle all day long. <laughs> so, Thanks, Bianca. Yeah, it's, I agree. Come back. Join us once again. I will definitely ask you to keep on sipping.
3: Good
1: old boy, Kendall. Double stack.
2: It's always a pleasure to be here. Always drink good beer.
1: This is good old gal, Juliana. Keep on chugging and see us next time.